Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. You know, I might have mentioned this before, but I love to cook. I I love to cook all the time. I mean, I, I cook almost all my own food every day, and I have a wonderful time doing it. I don't know why. It might have been inherited because my grandmother was a wonderful cook. My mother, whew, the worst cook in the world. So I guess it skips generations, but I certainly love it. And one of my favorite things to do, besides singing, is to throw a dinner party. I love planning it. I love planning the menu, preparing it, setting the table, setting for cocktail hour, even cleaning up. Yeah, I even love that too. So, we'll go through the step-by-step motions of how I throw a dinner party. And let's hope it will be a swell party. This French champagne domestic so good for the rent. That's what I was going to say. You know, you're a brilliant fellow. Thank you. Drink up, Jack. Please don't eat that glass, my friend. Have you heard about dear Blanche? Got run down by an avalanche. No. Don't worry, she's a game girl, you know. Got up and finished for. Kids got guts. Have a nice time. Grab a line. Have you heard that Mimsy star? Oh, what now? She got pinched in the Astor bar. Sauced again, eh? She was stoned. Well, did you ever? Never. What a swell party this is. Ah, well, the first thing you think about when you're going to throw your party is the guest. Who's going to come? Uh, Is it going to be a theme party, like somebody's bon voyage party or the beginning of spring, a summer festival? What guests are a good fit, and how many can you handle? Well, I I live in in a pretty small home, and I have a great big antique table. I've had as many guests as 13. How biblical. Don't know what I was thinking. But that gets to be a bit of a squeeze, even though we have a great time. But my ideal maximum now is eight. And after you know that, how many you can handle, and who's going to come, you start with the menu. And I start out by asking all the guests what they can't eat or what they refuse to eat. And then I take on the menu from there. I don't want french fried potatoes. Red ripe tomatoes I'm never satisfied I want the frim frim sauce With the awesome feet With shafafa on the side I don't want pork chops and bacon That won't awaken My appetite inside I want the frim frim sauce with the awesome feet with shafafa on the side. A fella really got to eat, and a fella should eat right. Five will get you ten, 
I'm gonna feed myself right tonight I don't want fish cakes and rye bread You heard what I said Waiter, please serve mine fried I want the frim fram sauce with the awesome fig With shafafa on the side What to make, what to make Well, a big rule for my parties and as my former guest will tell you, I prepare a menu that allows me to never miss any of the party, except for a few short minutes. So I love to do a main course that can be put in the oven when the guests arrive, and all the prep is in advance. So I'll give you a sample menu. Okay, we're having for cocktail hour camembert and asiago cheeses and a chicken liver mousse with some Dijon mustard and crackers and of course cocktails and for the first course we're going to have a baby spinach salad with mandarin orange and pepper boursin cheese in a vinaigrette then the main course is going to be my own chicken cassoulet. It is a duckless cassoulet with crusty French bread. And oh, oh, I will be sure to have these recipes on my website at spiderjazz.com. There'll be a, there'll be a header on there that says latest news and recipes and check it out. Then for dessert, hmm, sticking point for me. I don't like dessert. I really hate sugar. I mean, this doesn't take any effort on my part. It's probably the only thing that saves me from not eating everything in the world because I just hate sugar. So I let the guests do that. I I will see if someone wants to bring dessert. Or if not, I'll serve them something like little cookies or fancy chocolates, something I don't really have to deal with. I don't have a clue how to make dessert, so forget about that. And I have the guests bring the wine, too. I provide the serious liquor for before and after the meal. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you apple, plum, and I forgot to do it. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you peaks and dates and grapes and cakes. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you everything. So the next step is shopping for the food. I usually do this a few days ahead of time, unless it is something that really has to be fresh the day of. So, you know, with that being said, this meal, the the main course is cassoulet, and one of the main ingredients uh, are the white beans. So you do them a few days ahead so you can cook them from scratch, which means you have to soak them and, you know, do all that. Um, But it's good to have it done before. Always one last step to deal with on show day. And uh, then I also ahead of time select the table linens and the dishes. And sometimes I will set the table the day before. 
it's so much fun to play with the colors, you know, and how the whole thing is, is going to look. Well, call me crazy. I, I even like ironing the napkins. Okay, this is getting weirder by the minute. But no, I, I sometimes make little place cards for larger parties, uh, separating couples and keeping the personalities stimulated. Well, once a dear friend of mine, James, who also throws dinner parties, he was uh, having to deal with a reputedly difficult guest. We'll call her Miss Fussy Pants. So he sat her next to someone quite sassy. And the next day, Miss Fussy Pants called him and said, well, that was a nice party, but I really didn't like that person sitting next to me. To which he replied, you weren't supposed to. Now, I, I usually don't go there. Fussy Pants, as a rule, are generally not invited to my house. If one sneaks in, usually there will not be a repeat performance. Saw my baby in the kitchen this glorious day. Smelled the gravy simmering nearly half a mile away. A lady morning glory, I said good morning to you. Chirpy little chickadee told me that my baby was you. Well, he really ran to get his frying pan when he saw me coming. Gonna get a taste before it goes to waste. This honeybee's humming, Mr. Weeping Willow. I'm through with all of my faults. Since my baby's ready to do the ever new gravy waltz. Pre prep everything you possibly can. That is the trick of having fun at your own party. And I mean, this means like everything you can do in advance. Uh, with this main course, the beans, the sausage, uh, I, which I roll into little balls, can be blanched ahead of time. I do that uh, to get a lot of the fat out of it. I won't cook it all the way through, but I will, I will just blanch it in water and then drain it. Uh, you can cut up the carrots and the onions and the garlic and uh, uh, clean the greens, get the herbs in there, put in the wine, put in the chicken, and douse it with white wine again. And then that little darling can sit in the fridge uh, from two hours ahead to 24 hours ahead, which is always great because the whole thing is like marrying the flavors and it, it gets really nice in there. Now the salad, you can do some prep on that. You can, uh, if you have fresh fresh greens, you can clean them up. You know, I I sometimes have fresh greens, actually a lot of fresh vegetables, in my crazy backyard that is in the city of Chicago, but my landlord, who is actually a doctor, he's a farm boy from Iowa. And he loves to garden. We, we have crops on the roof of the garage. So I'm, I have the luxury of these beautiful greens and vegetables. And they're, they're always an extra plus. And we have 14, no, 12 chickens in the backyard. Yes, there are chickens in my backyard. They're very glamorous chickens. They, they kind of look like Vegas showgirls. 
There are a few of them that have these sort of white furry go-go boots on their feet. So the eggs we get are fantastic. No, I did not use that chicken in the cassoulet. Oh, but anyway, getting back to the subject, I drifted for a moment there. For the salad, get the greens ready. You can slice the little thin red peppers and onion. Drain the mandarin oranges and have the borson cheese unwrapped and ready to go. That way you've got all your little little um, compartments of salad and you just put it all together right at showtime. Even the cocktail garnish can be prepped, like little little slices of lemon and lime, little olives on spears and little cherries on spears if you have Manhattan drinkers, which I usually do. And that's all set up ahead. Have the bar set up ahead of time. Get out all the vodka, yow, and the shakers that you need. And then have the dishes and the plates and whatever you're going to use for the cheeses and pate all set to go. And then, if I can, I will go out and pick some fresh flowers from the garden and put them on the table. I'll also select what music we're going to be hearing that night. And then I just have to go select what I'm going to wear and get all dressed up to play one of my favorite roles in the world, Hostess. goes is the main course goes into the oven when the guests arrive and it usually comes out about an hour into the party and then around that point I'll go in and I'll prep the salads and place them on the table while the guests are busy laughing and drinking and telling horrible stories and then I call them into dinner by ringing the dinner bell they're all seated the candles are lit And there's cheers, and they enjoy, I hope. And then I'll engage someone at the table to be my assistant in bussing the table, and we bring out the main course, all plated. I I always plate uh, my food because I I don't really like to serve family style. My house is too small, and it just makes everything a mess. So this way it all looks pretty, and nobody has to get up from the table. Then I clear again, and dessert comes out, whatever that may be, something I usually had nothing to do with, and we serve brandy and after-dinner drinks and coffee if somebody wants that, and everyone seems to have such a good time. There are lots of repeat diners that come for this, but to me, the conversation and the party guest are the most delicious part of the meal. Those wonderful friends and family who really run the gamut. I've had very diverse party guests, doctors, musicians, lots of them, jazz, classical, musical theater, 
engineers, lawyers, judges, fine artists, designers, writers, casino dealers, military brass, and even the head of a family-owned champagne vineyard from France. He was a surprise. I actually didn't know that guy was coming. And he liked my food. Maybe he was lying, but he said he did. And there have been people here really from all over the world. Uh, I didn't plan it. Uh, This was not their destination. Well, some of them it was, but it just works out that way. And uh, after these parties are over, I'm just floating with joy, uh, thinking about how much fun we had. And I think about that while I'm cleaning up, which almost always is before I even think about going to bed. When I'm on the road, I even cook for people I'm staying with. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a foreign country and I, I love to go to the grocery market and then come home and cook for them. It's so much fun. Well, I can only hope that you get to experience that joy yourself. And if you don't like cooking, just come to my house. We'll have a swell party. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party.